Okay, good morning. Boker Tov, everyone. It's so great that uh, we could start we could start a shiurim with the guitar again. So I want to sing that nigun, that mojutse nigun that I taught you a few weeks ago. Um, this time with the guitar. And I want to, when we eventually go back to our new reality of, of shul, of Bikneset, I want to sing this with such fire. Yeah. 
בוקר טוב חברים, חברות, thank you so much for being with us and thanks to everyone that was with us over like בעומר it's very very different and very very special very very special um, what, I'm, what I find is going to be helpful for today's learning is to somehow have a picture of the Piyasetz Nerebe up uh, next to you as well I don't know if it can be done on the screen but on another screen to somehow if you have a picture of the Rebbe it'll probably be very helpful because he's inviting us into his inner chamber today we're going to finish a piece Bezrat Hashem we've been doing for a few days as Rav Weinberger said this is the hardest piece in Tzav Viziru's um, someone you know one of the Chavarim called me earlier in this week he's like listen it's too out there for me I'll just I'll rejoin when you guys finish this piece because it is it's out there But today, the Rebbe, I mean, the Rebbe was going up, up, down, up, down, up, down, and today he's, he's taking flight, but he's coming for a smooth landing, a very smooth landing. And the last thing we learned was how much the Rebbe was admitting to Hashem that when he, we used to have Nevim, we used to have prophets, we used to have Tzadikim, that when they looked at anything of Chomriyut, when they looked at this microphone that I used to, 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 to speak into, which I thank uh, Yosef Detweiler for, by the way. Um, I don't even know if it's... Yeah, it's working. When I, when I look at this microphone, so I don't, I don't see a microphone. I look at the... I, I, the tzaddikim would see the otiyot, the letters the, of the godly energy, which, which basically are the fundamentals that comprise this microphone. They, they don't see anything other than, than the Ribbon Shalom and anything. Now the Rebbe is speaking about himself, and he's saying, "Where are they? Where, where, where were they? And where, where am, where am I? Where are we?" But he's saying, "No, it's it's really a me ani moment. This whole piece is a very much a me ani piece." And the last thing we saw was how much we're basically just relying really strongly on what was once, and we know that it's possible to live like this. To truly live like this but 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 still where are they and where am I and what's the difference between the two so let's go right into today's text if you have the safer in front of you I believe it's Shinnun Vav but we have it right in front of you right here so the Rebbe was speaking about how how the Tzaddik and where we're at we're at where they were at Shem, can you make the, the text a little bit bigger? And we're starting from the paragraph, Aval Ani. Thank you so much. Perfect. And uh, as I said, if, you're, if you have a picture of the Pia Cessna, it's, it's Kedai to somehow have this in front of you. Um, I don't know how everyone's screen works differently. Who's using an iPhone? Who's using... Um, desktop, laptop, but somehow to have the imagery of the Rebbe is very important. So the Rebbe continues and he says like this, Aval ani be'onyi migadlut kdoshenu rachokineni. What mean? I'm so poor from the great holiness. I'm so far from the holiness that I just described of the tzaddikim. Af lirot et afar aglehem lo zachiti. I didn't even merit to see the dust of their feet. 
בכל ימי חיי לא אזכה עוד, and I probably will never be able to merit to see one of these tzaddikim. Mind you, the Rebbe, remember, the Rebbe became an orphan at a very, very young age. The Rebbe is the great-great-grandson of the Normali Melech and the Magid of Kozhnitz. He, he knows where he comes from. He grew up on stories of his great-grandfathers. And therefore, maybe by him, the comparison um, just is a bit more intense. And he continues and he says, third line, Lachen, Leosif Toarim Asurli, who am I to add titles to you, Hashem, as if I understand what it means to praise you. What is my soul longing for? What is my heart desiring? Sometimes it, it hurts. It pains me that I know. Basically, the way I understand this is that I know where I come from. I know what I'm made of, both from my mother's side and from my father's side. And I know that where they are and where I am are two completely different worlds. And I can't come close to their footsteps, to, to, their, to their toenails. But then he goes back and he says, Et But the praises of my life and Yechidati. When he says Yechidati, that means the Yechida in me. We spoke about this last time. The place in the Neshama that he knows exists, it's the highest level of the Neshama, but he might not be having access to as he's speaking, even though... For sure to us, it seems like he, he sure is. He says, but nonetheless, even though I know I can't get close to where I came from, or what I know exists out there, I, I, I'm going to continue to praise you and sing to you. And my soul desires to continue to bless your spirit, uh, to, to, the, the blessings of my spirit and my neshama, no matter what. Not just what my heart understands. And not just what my da'at assumes and speculates. It's simply that when I get a glimpse of your greatness, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, my soul on all its levels, force me to proclaim my love for you and how great you are. And from your glory, And when it comes to getting some kind of a, a glimpse of your glory, and I know that my body, my lashon, my da'at, not, there's no part of me that can really do it justice, but he says, nonetheless, I'm forced, I'm pushed to speak of you. You know, this could be like the Rebbe is saying, you know, I'm a teacher in Am Yisrael. Again, I don't know exactly what date this, this entry was made into the diary. But maybe what he's saying is, you know, I'm, I'm a teacher in Am Yisrael. And I speak about you a lot, God. And it's not fake, God forbid. It's real. However... I know that when I have moments of often of sincere introspection, I feel like I'm a fraud. Because in light of who I know I could be, in light of where I know where I came from, who how, how dare I open my mouth about you as if I know who you are? As if I know exactly what you want? Please, come on. 
But he says, but mitche ani likron means there's a higher entity of self, like my neshama, my mamish, my neshama, forces me to call out to you. And I can't explain it. Even when there's days I don't feel like getting, waking up in the morning, even though even, the, even, when, even when there's days where I feel so lost and so not shayach, there's this place called Yechida that pushes me to call out to you. So we're right in the middle of this paragraph. The first word in the line is Arga. The Rebbe says like this. This is so so personal. Arga nafshi la'alot el har velikro bekol en kelokeinu, en kadoneinu, en kemalkeinu. He says, my, 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 um, my soul longs to find a mountaintop, to walk up to the highest mountain, and to call out in a great voice, Adrian! No, I'm kidding. To call out with a, with a very like strong... I just wanted to see who's paying attention. He calls out in a really strong voice, En kelokeinu, en kadrineinu, en kemalkeinu. That's what I feel like doing. That's what I feel like doing. Even if I even if I don't feel like I'm on the level, that's what I feel like doing. The Rebbe is saying, the PSS the Rebbe is saying. And with these kind of words, pillars of fire will come out. I want all the all the flows and waves of holiness to come out from you and wipe away everything in the world. To just completely immerse the world in the waves of your holiness until what? Until until the earth which is beneath my feet, until the high heavens of every bird and every wing, this is important. In Chabad, they have this minute to wish each other that they should have, um, um, you know, they should have kol to the brachas benigle ubenister, but it should be bereia mamish, meaning it should be that when good things happen to you, it should be behid galut, it should be revealed to you. You shouldn't have to work hard to interpret what happens to you as a good thing. That what happens to you should be good, and you should know it, and you should feel it. The last three words in this sentence are very, very important. Ligdushai, the Rebbe is saying, I want my dream and I believe that when we really scream out to you, the Ratzon is, is that everything that I just described from beneath my feet on the, on the earth until the sky will become one massive revealed piece of Kedusha. A revealed Kedusha. Not, not Nistar, but revealed. That it's clear. Min asher ba'aretz from the blades of grass that are in the ground, ve'ada kochavim, asher b'msilotam, until the stars that are in their tracks, hashamayim ve'aretz ve'chol asher b'hem, everything in the world, kulam mig'arati yakitzo, my dream is that from my screaming, from my ge'ara, yakitzo, everything will wake up, umilav elyon, asher yizrom al yadi ya'amdu, and from this higher, uh, exalted, supreme flame, passion, will start flowing something which will make everything that needs to be awake, awake. All entities of the world will rip off their levush, their garments. That means 
anything dividing between what's clearly good and what I have to imagine as good, right? All levushim, anything that's mavdil, anything that's like uh, dividing, like these, like these screens that we have in front of us, which will hopefully, <laughs> please God, not not, we'll always be here, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll be able to learn Torah in person as well. The Rebbe is saying anything that presents itself in this world with any form of a levush will rip that levush, will rip that garment off itself. And everyone will come into one unit. Everything. And everyone will stand together with all its strength. And they'll call out Hashem Hu Elokim, Hashem Hu Elokim. I just want you to know, Chaver, that uh, a part of our Keilah, that's, that's the plan, by the way, like for our return. Um, like the, the, the plan is, is that when we show up again and dive in together and, and be together, it's the, God, the <laughs> show up with your clothes, but the, 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 the garments, the, 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 the dividing things, like we, we, we have to become one Chativa. We have to become one unit. As much as we thought we were one unit until now, it should be. It's it's basically nothing compared to like where where it's where it's gonna be. And we're all scream out what we want to scream out, which is Hashem Hu Elokim, Hashem Hu Elokim. Third line from the bottom. Kol etzem yitbatel, v'chol yesh lo od. All self entities will be completely nullified, and all that will be will be zulat kol needar. There'll be a voice of adirut, powerful voice. Ne'edar with an aleph is from the Lashon Adir. Mi Adir alakol. Not Ne'edar with an ayin, which means missing. Ne'edar. Of a wondrous, powerful voice. Kol Adir. Hasoer bli hefsek veroesh. Livli lachdol. A voice, a stormy voice that doesn't stop. Ve'et kol ligdushat elokim. And what this voice does is that it it instills with each and with it within each and every one of us the kedusha of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, that's what it does. Next page, that's the voice he's longing for. Sorry. So the next page would be Shinun Zayin, not Shinun Tet Shinun Zayin. I sent them in a weird order. I'm sorry about that. One more second. Aval. Thank you very much. If you can make it bigger. Aval. Ech arhiv oz. Now the Rebbe is going back to self-doubt. Aval ech arhiv oz. Laafoch et haolam zulati digdusha sashem. Im od lo kidashti et gufi. But how am I going to do this? How am I going to turn over the whole world to the Gdusha of Hashem if I haven't really sanctified myself? If I haven't, if I haven't really transformed myself? How can me, how can I, in a state of where my blood, where my body is still bleeding from the pain of being far from you, I'm going to be the cheerleader to go and get everyone riled up to take upon themselves to, to listen to this voice? Who am I kidding? 
This is such an honest, honest entry. Look what he says. Third line, Anna, please. Anna, Elokei, Elokei v'elokei avotai. My God, the God of my fathers. Rotze ani limsor et kol atzmi le'eved lecha u'lehakdishcha. I want to completely give myself over to you to be a servant to you and to sanctify you. My soul is passionate. That from every single limb that exists within me, from the soles of my feet until that place of Yechida, which is the highest level of the soul, I want from me to emerge one thing. One voice will be heard. Hashem Yisrael Melech. That's what I want. Kablu et ol malchuto alehem. Like basically, you know when, you know, you know when you have in those cartoons, like the bubble that shows up next to the face of a person, and that's what he's thinking. So this is like okay. So what's what does the Rebbe want to be happening in his mind? That that when he walks the streets of the world, if people could read his heart and read his soul, or if he had like some kind of a flag. It'd be the flag of, this is what I want, that every part of me is screaming that I'm giving myself to you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I want to receive your yoke. Just like since Har Sinai we know, that from the time that we were sanctified as a people until now, there's a voice that shows up in the hearts of every Jew, which says, Shuvu, right? It says, come home. So he says over here that <clears throat> that voice that says, come home to you and to your Torah, that's, I, I want to be part of that voice. I want, my, I want the real me to be completely immersed in that voice as well. So he says right now, and here this is very, very like big. Now he just he makes a decision. It's like he's writing in his diary and he's making a decision. Okay, Ken Gamani Machlit. I'm I'm deciding this too. Ken Gamani Machlit et Atzmi Me'ata La'avodatcha Umoser et Atzmi Likdushatecha. I am deciding right now. I'm giving myself over to your avoda, and I'm giving myself over to your kedusha. Now usually. You would think, like, that's like a Baal Tshuva has to make those kind of decisions in life, right? Where they make a decision, okay, now I'm going to be religious. Yeah, but those of us that grew up from, we never have to make this decision because we're already in it. I believe so strongly. I believe this with every fiber of my being. That if every so-called Orthodox, FFB, would make this decision, would choose to make this conscious decision the game would be changed. This is the game changer. For those that are already soaked with a Torah education, to be vulnerable enough to admit that they never decided to take on being an Eved Hashem, but now they're going to decide to be an Eved Hashem, I'm telling you, it'd be the most petrifying documentary if we ever made one. Because we'd be faced with certain things that we never imagined would emerge but can you imagine going up if we if we decided now to go to every person in every single shul and say i want what we're looking for is a group of people that are right now deciding that they are committing themselves to giving themselves over to hashem
So the, be- the most beautiful thing that could possibly come out of it is not that everyone says yes, but that everyone says nasa v'nishma, meaning that we say yes, but we also say, but Hashem, send us the teachers to explain to us what that means. That would be ultimate. That would be the most beautiful thing in the world. You see, if the Piyasetzna Rebbe can write these words probably around the age of 40, 45, you and I could afford to also make a decision and say, you know what? I'm, I'm choosing to be in. I'm choosing to be in. He's making a decision here. Look how he continues. Why? Zoti kol tachliti. This is my whole purpose. Uva eshkai yomam balayla. And in this, I will immerse day and night. This is the real me. I am choosing to immerse myself in this dusha. We usually think that to make a decision like this, I have to understand everything. Can you imagine if Am Yisrael felt like that at Har Sinai? Would they ever say the word Naase? Never. They would say, Nishma. Well, there were other nations that said Nishma first. And when they heard certain things, but they heard it without the love tone, they said, ah, it's not for us. Yidin became Yidin because of the trust because they were in touch with their neshama and they understood fully immersing themselves in the world of Torah is the greatest gift in the world. And the Rebbe is saying here, so I'm just going to decide to completely give myself over to what my purpose is in this world. Zoti kol tachliti uva valayla. In this I will immerse myself day and night. Now he goes back to another point of doubt which Bezrat Hashem will work through. This is very good. This is very interesting. So, Hebra, as much as I, I, I know some of you don't think you maybe don't look so beautiful right now, personally, it helps me if I could see your faces. If you don't mind turning on the cameras, those of you that are in Zoom, it would just be so helpful for me to just get a, a little bit more of a sense of, of biyachad as much as we're not biyachad. Thank you. So, like this. Ah, look at these punim. Look at these punim. Amazing. Amazing. Moshe Kessman, explain to us how you could still look like your Shana Aleph Yeshiva Bafer. It's just an unbelievable mile. Okay. So, now he goes back to the doubt. Ve- I think we're a little bit too low. Can we go up one line? Ve'ha'im, thank you. I-, I couldn't see it on my screen. Ve'ha'im minchat ish Yisrael Hashem nivgema. So the Rebbe is saying, what happens to the person that makes this, this, this decision to be all in, to be fully in? And then he realizes that one of his minchas, one of his korbanas, one of his tefillas, maybe had a little bit of a blemish in it. What's the blemish? That, uh, I don't know, I, I started thinking about the last dance, Jordan's last dance, while I was davening mincha, for instance. Or I started thinking about um, for some reason, I started thinking about Scott Bayo while I was t- t- doing a mitzvah, meaning some kind of foreign thought enters inside. So the Rebbe is saying, what happens? What happened to my word? What happens to my word if I can't keep it fully with the consciousness 
fully, fully in it. He says, again, did the mincha, did the offering of a yid become blemished? If in the moment that he was bringing it forth to Hashem, he, 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 he forgot for a second that he's offering a korban to Hashem. And he started thinking about some worldly matter. So is this really considered a nedava Hashem? Master of the world, to your avoda and to your gdusha, I'm fully giving myself over to you. Please have compassion on me. And please receive me and receive my heart, which is breaking in my midst. And then he goes back to the question he just raised. If I happen to forget my in my real kavana of what I want, whether it's during the day or whether it's night, whether this happens while I'm awake or God forbid while I'm sleeping, I forget that what I really want is only you. This does not break the pact. The servitude of the, the, the kinyan, the acquisition of becoming your servant, does not become nullified because for a moment, I kind of got lost in this world. He's like giving himself a pep talk. He's giving himself koach. He's giving himself all the strength in the world to not break. But then he goes back to conversation with God. et kol chayai afa gufani. See, my whole life, even my physical life, just as a way that I could bring my korban to you. The visualization that the Rebbe brought here right now should not intimidate any of us. I'll try to explain, according to my humble opinion, why this is so. I believe that the first thing is that when we learn titles like this, it's only to give us strength. It's not to make us feel bad, God forbid. It's also not a Torah necessarily, meaning it's not saying, it's, this is not like a teaching where we pull out and saying this is what we're supposed to do. We're learning about someone. But when we learn about someone like this, that's so close to our hearts, the Piyasetzner Rebbe, first, a few things happen. First of all, every time we learn the Piyasetzner Rebbe Torahs, we're always burying a few Nazis. We say that every single time we learn. We're taking a few Germans and we're putting them underground. Saying bye-bye, Nazis. Again, Yemach Shimchem. That's first of all. Second of all, is that what happens is I have to have Munas Tzadikim, that if Hashem gave this Torah into my life, the Rebbe is talking to me. Absolutely. But further, this is the hard, This is like the hardest thing, is that, you know, you and I, we didn't grow up secluded at all. You and I grew up with being in touch with all the distractions in the world. And our children, on a level of distraction, are growing up with five million more distractions per day than you and I ever went through. Ever went through. This is the world we're bringing them. And you know what? If we decided to chuck all our digital media, it still wouldn't really remove all the distractions. It would be 
a very big movement towards that, but there's still there was still being a, a world that we're fully involved with all the time, just by the nature of how things go right now. But you know what doesn't stop me, even when I realize how much I'm surrounded by so many distractions? What doesn't stop me is having moments of decision-making, where I decide, like the Rebbe decided, I want to be connected to my Tachlit. I want to be connected to my purpose in this world. And I'm asking you, Hashem, to please enable me to be connected. Nothing stops a Jew from asking that, from saying that. There are no excuses for something like that. Here the Rebbe is saying, I'm, I'm asking you that everything that I do in this world should be in the movement towards bringing my mincha, bringing my korban to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the all of me. We have people like this. I don't know how many of you saw uh, Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter on Lagba Omer. Jerry sent me a clip of Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter. And, and, and we've seen these type of, types of clips of him from over the years, whether it's Sukkot, Pesach, Rosh Hashanah, while the Hasidim were singing, you see, he, his, his hands, his eyes, everything about him was ki'ilu that he was in the base of Migdash bringing a korban to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What stops you and I from going, that, going to that place? <laughs> Nothing. We can get there. And we will get there. In our way. It may not look like that, but it's in, it'll be in our way. But we just have to ask Hashem to have Rahmanas on us once we decide that this is who we want to be. Like, like the famous Tovia Meir Krem told a bunch of very successful Balabatim in Woodmere when he was asked what does he do for a living, and he said, I am a cardiac circumciser. That's where we're heading. That each of us becomes a cardiac circumciser, meaning that each of us become people who are busy with the brismila of the heart, cracking our heart of stone wide open. This piece is mamash cardiac circumcision. Let's continue. Ume'ata, next paragraph. Ume'ata, and from now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rachem na Hashem shekmo mitnuot kanfei chayot HaKodesh kol shin dalet and yud nishma that just like when it comes to chayos HaKodesh, when it comes to the higher you know, like, like the angels up in Shemaim, that when they move their wings, all you hear is the name, is your name, Shin Dalet Yud. Umitnuot leshon sfataim vegaron ish Israel betorato. And when a Jew moves his lips and his voice produces a sound while he's dealing with your words and while he's davening to you, lapide esh elion el haolam yashlichu. They should chuck down into the world torches of supernal fire. Ubeor ne'elam, ne'elam gam mehem et choshkam, cheshkam, cheshkam, sorry, mecheshkat haolam yagihu, and it'll banish all forms of darkness in the world. Ken, so too, when that happens, we know when the angels do their thing, and when a Jew is in, in touch and in unison, he's really in his zone. The Rebbe says, when you learn Dvar Hashem, and you're thinking about the fact that right now you're learning about the will of God, and your voice is producing words of Torah, you are, you are diminishing light in this world. You're bringing down fiery passion. 
into this world. So the Rebbe says, you know what, put me in there too. Ken, kabel gam oti, af gam gufi, Please use me also as having, as being, as my mouth being part, as, as me playing any role in the chariot of, of the, the higher mouth, meaning the mouth that, that, that gets used for these kinds of things. And with all my movements, whether it's my lips, my, my legs, my tongue, my hands, my throat, my my moach, bekulam in all of them, noam shirat nishmati elecha Hashem yishama, the sweetness of the song of my soul shall be heard, my singing to you shall be heard, utehilot Hashem, vekabalat ol malchutcha yariu praising you, receiving your king your kingdom upon me will be heard whenever I do my thing in this world. I will praise you, Hashem, in my life. With all the movements and the, and the soul of my life. I will sing to you with my od, like we learned last time, with whatever aspect of me exists. As long as there's a grain of sand that still compromises me, that, comp- that makes me who I am, it will be used to be singing to you. And he goes back to self-introspection. Look at this, it's so mind-blowing. Ana Hashem, please God. Bottom paragraph. Yodea ani et miut erki et nemichut shifluti. I know, kovar do I know how small I am. Shum amida be'olamcha eni motzeli. But really Hashem, when I try to find myself, how I fit in, in your world, I don't find any place. Because I know how low I am. Now, in our language, that means I'm not going to kid myself. I know what I looked at on the internet the other day. Or I, I know the dirty jokes I've seen, told. I know the stuff I've said. I know the person I was. I, so I have no idea what the Pesetzner Rebbe means when he says, I know how completely rotten, you know, small I am and that I can't find myself in your world, right? You just imagine what he was talking about. Bosh ani lageshet mul kvotcha. I'm embarrassed to come and approach you in front of your holiness. Ve'yesh kol kach names kol atzmi bekirbi ad shelevakesh mit mikvotcha davarli. And it's as if I, I can be completely melted within myself that to come and call to you and ask you for anything kechutzpatera eli seems to me like chutzpa. Mitiare ani, I'm fearful. Umipachtecha el ayom venora aniroed. And from you from your from your fear, mighty God, I shake, I tremble. Why? Kihayarhiv shote karua bechadal anashim. Imakirhu et miut erko. If a purse if a fool, a, a torn up, oppressed fool, has a moment of introspection and realizes how small he is. Oz lageshet elechal amelech agadol. He's going to go up to the chamber of the king. Kulot tahor. Vechulo omer kavod. All speaking about purity and holiness. Tol, and this is... You just want to give the Rebbe a hug. That's why I told you to have a picture of him in front of you. Look what he, look what he called. Look what he 
kind of coins himself. Tolat bzuya megoala mushlacha umechutzafa ani. You know what that means? You know what tolat bzuya is? A disgusting worm. A chutzaf. A mechutzaf disgusting worm is who I am. When, it, when, in, when I come in front of you, mul hadrat kochecha, in your, in the, in your presence, kadosh ram benisa, high exalted holy one, harbe harbe meod af mikola olamot akdoshim, ribono shel olam, master of the world, mefachedani, I'm, I'm scared. Veyeshli bi amog, my, it seems my, 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 my heart is petrified. Hebes being so honest here. Look what he says. Hoy eni motzeli makom. I don't find a place for myself. Efshar beni kikei aslaim mipachdecha esateh. Could I could I hide in between massive rocks? Yadai kime atzaman limrot et sarot roshinim shachot. I find my hands going to my hair, trying to pull them out. Why? Hoy eni motzeli makom. I don't find a place. I don't find a place in this world, in your world. Maybe I can hide myself in the bottom of the ocean. But, but really, from you, where there's no place that's void of you, I'm going to hide? But that's what I feel, because I can't find myself in your world. Meaning I can't, I can't imagine this passion that I have to come out in a manner that's that's real, because I know who I am, and I know how small I am. Aval chas v'shalom. Ki mihu ha'ish Hashem imcha li'isater yachpotz. Who really wants to, desires to hide from you? Adar abe. Ro'eh kol ne'elam alo ro'eh ata. You see everything hidden. So if I try to hide, you'll see me. But you know what you also see? If you see, if I know that you see me while I'm trying to hide from you, you also see the places inside of me that might be very hidden, but that exist. The ratzon to really serve you. My passion to be close to you. It's a reference here to Eish Kodesh. To throw myself in the holiness of your fire. And to purify myself in your purity, meaning, if I would go and choose to hide somewhere, the Rebbe is saying, he's going through a whole analysis, well, you see everything that's hidden, so you'd find me there. But wait a second, so if that's true, you also see the places in me that are hiding too. They haven't come out yet, but they exist. So he, then he says, wow, so that means, God, that you, you're very much aware and you see, you see how close I feel to you somewhere deep in my neshama, and how badly and real my passion is to be close to you. My father, my God, please turn to the prayer of your low servant. Who's trying so hard to figure out a way to use his mouth and his heart before your honor. And please listen to my ratzon and the decision of my body and my soul. He's interesting what he says. From my body till my yechida, meaning the all of me, my physical presence is making this decision, 
and my spiritual essence entity is making the decision. And it's interesting because then when he refers to himself, he says, Asher hi What is that? What, what should have he said here? Asher hi But he's saying, Asher hi meaning it's so amazing. He's saying, look, we're the, we have decided, me and, and all of me, we, we all decided, all parts of me decided, I'm an eternal servant to you. And yeah, maybe it's like a simple foolish servant. Maybe I'm like that guy that doesn't know much and it seems pretty foolish, but he just gets so excited when he sees the chariot coming close, so he starts dancing in front of the chariot and saying, Oh, here's the king, here's the king. Yeah, maybe that's me. Maybe that's me. But you know what? He's talking to himself. He's saying, yeah, throw yourself, all of you. The part of you that's a hediot, the part of you that feels like you're so little, throw yourself in front of the king. Please receive me, my God, the infinite one, the eternal one, Gadol v'norah. Accept me to be le'eved olam lecha, to be an eternal servant to you. T'moch v'azor na'oti, and please, Support me, help me, la roots lifnei hadrat tamid, to constantly be running before your glory and your honor always. Help me be one of those that are busy in this world proclaiming your name, la chriz ulehariya lifnei kol. Maharu v'indu, help me be that person that goes around telling the world for real, hurry up, stand up. Because God's in front of you. Have fear from how great and awesome He is. And from the shining of the holiness of His purity, you shall be shaken to your core. Completely nullify yourselves. Because God is right in front of you. The Rebbe is saying, now, now he's having a moment of, of, of not feeling that guilty. And not feeling taken. He says, now this is who I want to be. I want to be that person. This is, who I, this is who I really want to be. I want to be from those that walks around the streets of the world. Just proclaiming, proclaiming, proclaiming the emet. Please help me, my master, my God. Shetamid kol maasei gufi nafshi ruchi venishmati, that the actions of my body, my soul, and my spirit, all levels of my soul, truat melech tiena. That if someone could hear the sound of my movements, it would be the trua, the proclamation of a king. Uvechulan hit paalut nishmati. And more than that, in all of them, my soul's action in this world should produce a song to you, Hashem Yisbarach. Me and those that are close to me, I will bring them to receiving your, your malchus. And somehow I'll fire, I'll, I'll passion up the concept and how sweet it is to let go of the ego and revatel myself to you. I'll make it a concept. I'll, I'll speak about you, God, in a way that'll be so sweet to people that 
they'll, they'll, they'll run, they'll rush to mevatar themselves. Tami bli hafugot ken ehyeh, without stops, this is how I'll be. I'll be in this motion, gam besimchati, when I'm happy, gam bevchiyati, when I'm sad, it doesn't mean I'm not there, it's part of the program. Bechiyati, af achar arichut shnotai, kshiyale betzoncha, lealot et nishmati, and this will be the state of my soul even after Prezrat Hashem, my lengthy days, which we all know unfortunately he didn't have. This will be me. This is my entity. This is my this is my logo. And even in this moment, I won't rest for a second. I will I will not be silent from singing how great you are and to reveal your awesomeness in the whole world. I, I want to say something a little bit personal right now, but it's okay. It's always okay, especially now. I'm getting, I got a call last night from uh, New York from someone that's also very, very scared that that sense of Kabbalat Ol Malchut Shamayim that was happening on a large scale in the Am starting to wither away because of new... I guess this, this movement towards removing restrictions. It's a very dear friend of my successful businessman. And... Um, it touched me so deep. It really touched me so deep. Because he's he's getting a sense that he may be the last one left in his own little world, whatever that means. That feels like acting like the like the PSS Narevi. And I think there are many people like this across the board that know that something deep in their neshama woke up this last Pesach. However, because they saw that it didn't continue to surface, it didn't continue to stretch and, and, and become a long, much more long-term rally of waking up the soul, the self-doubt starts going inside. Or the fact that by nature they're, they're pretty shy, they're not going to be one who's going to walk around speaking about how awesome it is to be in the presence of God. And it's, it's sad that there may be many more people that simply don't see any form of leadership leading people towards this place of saying, this is what we're meant for. This is, this is exactly what we're meant for. Don't let go of it. Even if every person is even happy to go back to some state of whatever normal was, something woke up in you. It didn't... Its validity and authenticity wasn't dependent on if Mashiach came or not. It's as if Mashiach, it's only if Mashiach showed up in you, and now you can't go back, and you're not willing to go back to what was. He, he sang he, this bird when he called me last night. He, I, I didn't know how to explain to him in words how much he was able to articulate exactly what I feel, and exactly what so many of us are feeling. But this place of 
Listen, I'm not stopping now. I made a decision to be an Eved Eilam. And even if I didn't make that decision when the corona first hit, I'm making that decision right now. I don't know exactly what it means, but I'm making the decision right now that I'm giving myself to you, Hashem, because that's my purpose in this world. Even though I thought I did that so many times already. Because I've been going to shul, I, 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 three times a day I, I, I dive in a minion. Therefore, that makes you someone that's decided to give yourself to Hashem. Are you open? Are you open to the possibility that even though you never missed a minion in your life, even during quarantine, that you never actually decided to give your life to Hashem? Yacholiot? Can it be? Could be. And it's okay. Because those of us that thought we did decide already to give ourselves to Hashem are also realizing that maybe we didn't. It's okay. Hashem knows what's going on inside of you. It's okay. It's safe. There's enough love between us to admit that maybe we tried our best, but we never made actual hachlatot. It's okay. I, I'm, I'm banking on the, on, on, on the Rebbe's words. I'm just going to hold on to the Rebbe's words over here. Let's finish this paragraph. Ribono Shalom. I want to be from the chariot runners. I want to be in that legion. I want to be from those people that are, like yesterday I saw the Chabad mobile going around with the Lagba Omer parade. I, I want to be part of that parade. Even if it's so, so intense sometimes, I don't want to let go of it. That's what I want. And this has got to put a dagger in your heart. Please, God, lengthen my years. This, this wish wasn't granted on a physical level. And as long as I'm alive, I will sing your greatness and I will fill myself with your yira. And now we go back to the way we began this very long piece. Amazing. As long as there's a reality to my body, my nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, yechida, in the five aspects of the soul, bechol olam shalu, wherever it appears in the four worlds of atzilut, bria, yetzir, and asiya, ve'ad lanetzach, until eternity, et nitzchacha e'evod. I will serve you till your eternity. The beautiful thing about Talmud Torah is that you discover what that means, actually. You can say, okay, I'm going to serve you forever. <laughs> but then the shaila is, if you want to be, so what does that mean? Baruch Hashem. We have a Torah. We have tzaddikim. We have access to tzaddikim that have paved the way for us to understand what it means to take on decisions like this? But can you imagine a world where every single kehila? I'm not just talking Orthodox right now. I'm talking about anyone that finds himself part of Am Yisrael and that has a desire to be close to Hashem. Now we believe 
fully believe that the way the Torah and the Halacha has provided for us the framework of life is the way that we can understand what it means to know Hashem's will. But we know that there are so many sincere seekers in all different areas and avenues in the Jewish world that truly want to be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. For the sake of everyone and all the authentic soul searchers, for the sake of our children who are going to ask us, well, what does it mean to give yourself to God? It's such a beautiful time to be alive because now we have a humbling opportunity to start from scratch. To, this is what it is. It's, it's Pashut Me'od. This Shavu is to receive the Torah. Ki'idu, it's the first time. And not like, well, I already received it last year. I know what it says here, but I'll bring my favorite Sefer to an all-night learning and hopefully like that I'll mekayim the Indian of Shavuos. Starting from scratch. What's the goal? The goal is to make a decision, Nasev and Nishma. The goal is also to understand what Nishma means. We must listen to what's going on in our Nishamas right now. Because that's where a lot of the Nishma, of the Nasa, is being answered. But if there's a rush to go back to normalcy, whatever that means, what a, what a wasted opportunity. What a wasted opportunity. I believe in us. We're not going to waste this opportunity. Ensikui. There's no way. There's absolutely no way. So Bezrat Hashem will get a lot of koach from the Rebbe's words and we'll discuss more and more what it means to choose to make a decision even if you've been from for 40, 50 years and you never missed a minion. How freeing it is to to actually say, actually now I want to decide to give myself over to your Yibon mm-hmm. Freeing, it's the most... It's the, that's a real result of, result of Pesach. You can be a slave to every mitzvah you've ever done. Or you can be a servant to the Ribbon Shleinam. Okay, Chavra. Have a, have a glorious, wonderful, meaningful day. Lots of love.